Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. to the Nutramedical Report. We have Lowell Ponte here, and Lowell's never short of words. We have lots of topics. I mean, probably around 400. Uh, we want to hit the top ones, uh, the comments by Hillary Rotten Clinton in India, uh, the latest about uh, Farrakhan and the fact that Dems won't distance themselves, and uh, one of the congressmen is trying to put forward a bill to have them publicly defrock and de- disconnect themselves from Louis Farrakhan. We've got... Uh, the president visiting the most vile state, which I happen to live in. And by the way, most of the people here, there was a huge uh, procession of people around cheering on build the wall, build the wall when Donald Trump visited San Diego, my home town area. And um, he also visited not only the border guards, but here at my window, he visited Camp Pendleton and thanked the Marines and says he has their back. He's going to raise their pay. He's going to give them proper equipment. Um, let's start off with whatever you like. There's so many topics. I'm blown away. I mean, I think it's like we are a fire hose of news blasted at us every day. Oh, indeed. Well, let's start with what you suggested here. Hillary Clinton saying that any woman who doesn't vote for her is stupid. And more than that, has been pressured, especially the majority of white married women who voted for Donald Trump, were pressured to vote for him by their husbands, by their sons, by any male in their life. Well, this says a lot the integrity of women. It also says that she doesn't seem to understand that we have a secret ballot here. <clears throat> now, the right. woman can be told anything by anyone, but when she walks into the voting place and closes the curtain behind her, her vote, she's the only one who knows what her vote will be. Right. Well, you, you know, I, I'm going to make a corollary to this because I know Hillary is the highest level female warlock in the Western world, which is why she's not wearing orange and she's on a book tour rather than touring the inside of a prison cell. Uh, the real problem here is that we have a corrupt, demonically possessed government. And the real problem, which we should reframe her statement, is not that white women are directed uh, by their husbands or son. They're directed by their conscience, and they're not possessed like her. How's that? Works for me. 
I'm, I mean, it's strange because she feels she's superior to Bill Clinton, who is a lower-level warlock than she is. Uh, and so why isn't she elected president? Well, the reason is very simple. Your husband is actually a natural politician. He right. can actually right. walk into a crowd, even an experienced people like Newt Gingrich, and persuade them to believe him or make deals with him or that he feels their pain. Right. She right. has none of that. In fact, she shows obvious disgust at even having to shake hands, the constituent. And that's right. why they don't want to vote for her. Yeah, she is the definition of a vile person. Yeah, my, my uh, <laughs> the next thing is, uh, let's deal with the next vileness. Uh, all of these uh, Congress people, they all happen to unfortunately be black because I'm not racist, but they all back uh, Louis Farrakhan and his vile uh, anti-Semitic statements and his anti-white statements. Then, and the fact is they're continuing their relationship. And uh, this is really blown up now, and there's a congressperson, a Republican, trying to put forward a bill to actually get people to distance themselves from Farrakhan. People need to start waking up that Islam, and we're going to get Bill, Bill Warner back on, Islam is dangerous for America. Islam is something that is, this is from their own internal polls, uh, 75% of Muslims in America out of 10.6 million would support Sharia law. 51% would support violence against other fellow Americans under certain circumstances, and 20% would use violent gun and or bombs to blow up fellow Americans if they felt there was a political reason. So over 51% support Sharia law. That's not okay. It's anti-constitutional, and we need to wake up to the fact that 72% of the mosques in America preach violence, not only against fellow Americans, but other nations. In Britain, I just watched a show where the British, now the U.K. government, welcomes back uh, ISIS fighters, but blocks conservatives that are on YouTube. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's astonishing. Now, first, just for the record, let's say the nation of Islam, which Louis Farrakhan heads, uh, is not, strictly speaking, a Muslim religion. It claims to be, it calls itself Islam. Some Islamic leaders embrace it because it is a large, powerful movement they can use inside the U.S. But most serious Muslims realize that it's just a bunch of crazy people calling themselves Muslims. I mean, those who want to, for example, Malcolm X, who had been in the movement, was assassinated after he did something that proved most untoward, and that is he went on the Hajj. He went on the pilgrimage to Mecca, and when there, he discovered that there were white Muslims in the world, that there were right. blonde Muslims in the world. He suddenly realized that although Islam, real Islam may be a, a wonderful religion, the point is it's not a racist religion in the usual sense. It right. wants to dominate the world, but it doesn't necessarily dominate through any particular race. And so Malcolm X came back and began ending his racist here in the U.S. And then he had to be killed, of course, and so he was. He may have well been killed at the direction or with the help of Louis Farrakhan. I don't know. Second, why would any black person embrace Islam? I mean, yes, your ancestors were enslaved by uh, or were the slaves of Christian Americans, but who actually made them slaves? Well, in most cases, the answer is Muslim slave traders in Africa who captured your ancestors, put them in chains, and sold them to European or white people who visited. 
But they were already slaves by then, enslaved by Islam. So why do you embrace the very religion that made your ancestors slaves and is enslaving people in Africa today? Slavery is, is entirely acceptable under Islamic values and norms, witnessed by the fact that it's going on in East Africa right now. Uh, finally, in dealing with the Democratic Party, don't understand it's not just the eight black congressmen who are members of the Congressional Black Caucus and who are in districts so heavily gerrymandered to favor them that they can't possibly lose an election. And so they don't really feel they have to abide by any standard of morality. The fact is, in 1980, Jesse Jackson was running. That is Jesse who called New York City. Yeah, I didn't hear that word. Repeat that. Jesse Jackson called uh, New York City Jaime Town. Right. Jewish Town. Now, now interesting, in an insulting racist epithet, Jesse Jackson, in that convention where Jackson was so prominent, a group of Jewish delegates asked the chair to permit a vote on a simple resolution that, quote, the Democratic Party repudiates and condemns anti-Semitism, close quote. Guess what? The Democratic Party refused to allow a vote on that proposition because they fear that it might offend Louis Farrakhan, who was the campaign boss for Jesse Jackson. Oh my. oh, my. In other words, the Democratic Party, think about this, refused to condemn anti-Semitism in 1984 officially because they didn't want to offend the nation of Islam and its leader, which is, of course, who is, of course, openly anti-Semitic. Now, by the way, who is Louis Farrakhan? There was a time, as a child, as this old Christian, Louis Eugene Walcott, that's the name he was born with, was a violin virtuoso showman who, who performed on the Ted Mack Amateur Hour. But when he went to Africa on a tour in 2002, he visited uh, Robert Mugabe's dictatorship of Zimbabwe. Interestingly, we talked about this last week, uh, Farrakhan endorsed Zimbabwe's Mugabe Marxist politics, especially, he said, the land issue meaning that Mugabe had issued an order to seize all the white farms in, in Zimbabwe, formerly southern Rhodesia. Uh, this is the same thing that South Africa voted a few weeks to do, ago to do in their country. They will be seizing all the white property. And so we, yeah, the music is cutting you off, uh, so we'll be back in a moment. Amazing. A remarkable analysis. When we come back, we're going to talk about Black Panther and why the Democrats are recruiting outside the movie, which was a blockbuster in many places in the United States and elsewhere. So, um, 
I'd like to hear your comments if you've seen or being that you're a movie buff, uh, Black Panther. I have not. Although eventually when it's cheap enough and they send me a disc of it, I'll be happy to look at it. Well, I'll summarize it. Uh, the uh, hero dies and is resurrected. The mm-hmm. counter-hero supports the idea because his father, who's a brother of the past king, uh, goes to America and discovers that blacks are suppressed and wants to arm them, becomes a contract killer and eventually working for the CIA. He comes back and actually kills the son of the previous king, and he's resurrected from the dead by the high technology in this kingdom in Central Africa that we have this asteroid that empowers him called Vibranium. Uh, I see it as, uh, at the end, the positive side is that the resurrected king, like Jesus Christ, comes to the United Nations and says he's going to pass all this Vibranium and other technology to the world to bring world peace. Now, there's three things I find particularly distasteful. Number one is the play on resurrection from the dead using uh, the, the so-called weird technology, and they bury him, and they pull him out you know, like he's in, in the ground. The second, of course, if you had that kind of fall, it would be very broken tissue. You wouldn't be resurrecting very well. You'd be, you'd be quite a mess. The second is that the central theme is, is hyper-racist. Uh, it says that, you know, the two billion blacks are suppressed because of just those armed whiteies and other people around the world are the, the cause of their problems. And the third area I find distasteful is that somehow technology is going to release us off from the bonds of slavery. And, in fact, what I see coming is artificial intelligence, robotics, the matrix, if you want to call it. I don't see technology at all as releasing us from bondage. I think it increases it. So um, tell me what you think of that. Well, one of those who warned about artificial intelligence is a man who died just today, Stephen Hawking, right. British scientist. Um, no, I, I, like you, am appalled by that. And parenthetically, that movie, which has been used to recruit voters for the Democratic Party and its showings, has been supplanted now in a great many box offices, or at least given a run for its money, by a new movie called A Wrinkle in Time with Oprah Winfrey and a lot of other Hollywood stars. It is a movie of magic and wonder. However, when you look at, uh, let's see, when you look at at least one publication, uh, they indicate that A Wrinkle in Time is based on a book and it's titled of the book. Is full of Christian references. A book was a Christian book in some ways, and all of those Christian references got, got taken out. So that became like a movie more like Harry Potter, right. based on magic rather than God and religion. Right. And, uh, and so they, they created an enormous distortion of a popular piece of literature to make a movie that would be more acceptable to godless Hollywood. Wow. It's fabulous. It's actually not really godless. The problem is they hide, they hide that their god is Lucifer and Satan. They, got, they believe the god of the blue light, the one that do it thou wilt is the whole of the law. They, they really are not hiding it. Well, it's in the color of the Democratic Party. Right. Yes. The blue light of the Democrats, which I call the demon rats. Do you like that term? I love it. I've used it for 20 years myself. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, so we must be thinking we must be twins separated at birth somehow, even though you're older than me by a few years. Democratic Party. But, uh, by the way, yeah. magic is not limited uh, only 
to uh, the movies, needless to say. It happened last night in reality, as you rightly mentioned. 18th District of Pennsylvania, popularly called among pundits the Brigadoon District. You remember the movie Brigadoon? James is on vacation in Scotland, and while he's there, he happens to encounter the the beautiful village of Brigadoon, not realizing that it is under a magical spell and comes out of the mist one day out of every 100 years. And once he leaves, it back into the mist for a hundred years. Well, this district in Pennsylvania is almost equally magic. It is scheduled to disappear completely by the end of this year. Right. In the redistricting. So this was an enormous battle of millions of dollars uh, over a district that won't even exist a few months from now. Uh, they may still be fighting over who the winner is. By that. And as you indicated, the Democratic candidate, Mr. Lamb, apart from being very charismatic, is running as a Republican, not as a Democrat. It's I know, it's, it's amazing. And like Connor Lamb, he's got lying to, through his teeth and he's going to be a Republican. He's pro gun, he's pro wall, he's in a sense acting like he's a Trump guy, and the fact he's not. This is amazing, he's isn't it? He's cut, he's pro tariff, and interestingly, he says he will not vote for Nancy Pelosi. He hates Nancy Pelosi. So, in other words, he's trying to distance himself as much as possible from the Democratic Party. What does his election mean for the Democrats? A triumph or a defeat? If he wins. Well, I'm amazed that uh, they're they're trying to count their chickens before they hatch. Unfortunately, it's not going to be a chicken. It's going to be it's going to be a condo. A turkey. Yeah. It's going to be a turkey. It's going to be something else other than a Democratic chicken. By the way, I want to apologize. The Libertarian in the race, there actually is one, got 1,300 votes, which could be more than the vote between the Republican and the Democrat. Oh, really? But, of course, that, too, is oh, those are people who were not ready to vote for either the Republican or the Democrat, so I'm not sure that he can be blamed for who wins. But a lot of Republican leaders were condemning the Republican candidate before the election, thereby undermining Trump and trying to foment a Trump defeat that they could then use to weaken the president. And I found that shameful. Right. Amazing. There's also the anti-scientific magic of Elizabeth Warren, the senator from Massachusetts, who made millions of dollars by by claiming a job that was made specifically for a Native American by claiming that she was a Cherokee. And now she has officially refused to take a DNA test that would prove whether she was Native American or not. I, I, think saw, that, I, I saw that on TV, and I thought her response, almost crying about how her, her mother and father and her grandmother told her these stories, I'm thinking. And I know who I am, kind of thinking, uh, if you know who you are, just do the test. A famous Cherokee genealogist said these stories were nonsense. Wow. There, there was no complaint. There was no background at all that indicated so, her father was told not to marry her mother because she was a Cherokee. Blah blah blah. You know, do, do, do you know what she's guilty? Of? You know what she's guilty of, Lowell? Guilty of theft, among other things. Well, I, I use I just want to know legalism. It's called pseudo tribalism. Yeah, and Karl Marx outright said what he was striving to do with Marxism was to restore tribalism to humankind. Wow. That we should be that we should be living for a 
collective, not for individual, as individuals. Amazing. By the way, wow. Monica Showalter has a wonderful call up there. Keep that thought. We'll be right back. Uh, when the music's on, they, they cut off your son coming in by Skype. Not by phone, but by Skype. And, uh, Lowell, uh, you know, I, I talk about cyber attacks. I've had times when I've been doing video on live stream. I've been doing shows where literally my phone, my Internet, and everything shuts down. Uh, and this is another time, actually, I had my computer in for repairs. Literally the entire computer right in front of me shut down and won't reboot. So I know I'm getting serious attacks from the dark side. Uh, you need to be out there praying for what we're doing in our ministry here and for our, my health and my health of my wife who's going through a lot of stuff. And luckily I got a lot of nutraceuticals so I can fight back. But I got to tell you people out there, if you don't believe that there's an evil out in the world or that our government and our rogue intel agencies and corrupt people in our government are completely out of control, you're not paying attention. And when you see the comments by these, you know, these eight black Congress people, uh, that support Louis Farrakhan, when you see the comments from Hillary Clinton, the highest level female warlock, when you see the intel agencies, Department of Justice and the FBI and CIA called the Federal Bastards of Instigation and the Criminal Intelligence Agency, uh, continuing to make statements that are obscene, and I don't see anybody doing the perp walk. The only one so far is this one reality winner, what a crazy name, who's not winning at all. She's actually slapped away because she made false statements and documents, but they're just a peon. Why aren't the big guys taking a walk? Like Mr. Comey's now going to go on The View. He's trying to push his book, and he has this high morality in this book that is actually obscene. It may, you know, I literally, I look at the cover, and I actually start retching. I can't believe it. I actually get a retch response to looking at the book. That's how bad things are getting, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And in fact, stranger yet, uh, millions of people, according to my co-author of Money, Morality, and Machine, Craig R. Smith, who you see every week on with Neil Cavuto on Fox Business, I think he'll be on Thursday this week. Anyway, um, people have come to believe that everything is now okay because we have Donald Trump, that he is going to fix everything and therefore they don't need to worry anymore. Oh my God. Is that ever a delusional <laughs> attitude, isn't it? Listen, listen. The problem I've been writing about for the last couple of days is this. Even if everything stayed perfect with Donald Trump, he's got less than seven years as president. He can be pushed off the rails at any time. He can, God forbid, be assassinated. He can be brought down in any... He, he's going to turn 72 later this year, I know, because I was born the same year. And that meant I'm already 72. And that means Donald Trump could have a heart attack. 
He could have a stroke. I mean, who knows what could happen to him in addition to assassination. And you've seen the liberal media putting out videos and everything else saying, telling people, telling the mentally ill among us ways to kill Donald Trump. This is not a joke. They put out videos showing Donald Trump being yeah, shot. I think that's, uh, that should be the, the grounds for delicensing media and jailing the, 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 the people that voice these kind of complaints. This is a form of coup, and it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable in democracy, and certainly in any third world country, these people will be taken out and either shot by a firing squad or hanged. I don't understand why we put up with this stuff. Well, I remember, I remember another time in history when everybody felt very secure, and that was in ancient Egypt, when they were having great prosperity, but the pharaoh had disturbing dreams about seven fat cattle coming out of the Nile, and then seven lean cattle coming out of the Nile who devoured the fat cattle, and so on. And, and he didn't know what to make of it. He, he asked his magicians and wise men what the dream meant. He finally turned to a servant boy who'd been sold into slavery by his brothers there, a Hebrew named Joseph who told him that this meant Egypt would have seven prosperous years, but that would be followed by seven terrible years of potential famine, crop failures, and so on, and that survival depended on them deliberately saving a lot of their crops during the good seven years for the bad seven years. That's where we are right now. We have fake prosperity. You'd better use it to store up everything you can uh, uh, that is not paper money right now. Right, right. I know I, I, I'm a financial expert. I looked at his newsletter reports, and I've been following him for years. I won't mention his name until I get further information. But he stated on April 17th, the federal government is going to declare illegal cryptocurrencies. The uh, European Commission on Finances is saying the same thing. They're kind of edging toward it. They started a lawsuit in November against the main company in San Francisco that sells Bitcoin and wanted the IDs of 14,533 roughly people. Uh, where I see things going, and by the way, if you pull Bitcoin, people say, oh, that's okay, they can pull Bitcoin, I don't have anything to invest. Bitcoin is such a big player now in the market, it'll start a run on all currencies, everything, including gold, bond markets, everything. And if they do do this, which he's basically this guy is stating that this is a very high likelihood, this will start a run that literally collapsed the world economy worse than 1929. And uh, as I said already, there's only two things they can do, the Democrats and the Satanists that run the world. It's to kill Trump or kill his agenda, which is very hard to do, or kill the economy. And I think they're taking option number two. I think that if they push on this and they try to outlaw Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, cryptocurrencies are trying to escape away from the control by global governments and uh, spending money they don't have for future generations, and the Federal Reserve, because really the primary linchpin of even war-making and so on is money. It's the bankers. Every war since the Napoleonic War has been a banker war, hasn't it? A lot of them have, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we could find some little war somewhere caused elsewhere otherwise, but all of them certainly had a strong banking component. That's why American boys were dying in World War One. For example, by the way, something I've written many times, uh, if the word cryptocurrency sounds familiar, it's because it has the same root word as crypt in it, a place where the dead are buried. Well, Just some, um, let, let, me, let me explain. Uh, what I'm pushing is a thing called carrot bars, which is gold. 
Now, this same individual is pushing gold and silver as a reserve, but again, if you sell it, you've got to sell it into a conventional, you know, paper money currency that I call anti-money. The Fed Reserve don't say on it, you owe the Fed Reserve, say, 20 bucks or 100 bucks. So you have to understand, we don't really have money, we have anti-money. And what people understand is when they took the gold standard off, anything concrete that could have been valued, and that's why cryptocurrencies are very powerful, but there's nothing backing them, they're just an algorithm. And when you have it backed by gold, and the carrot bank coins, we were, I purchased a bunch of them last week, and I can tell you, if it all matures properly, those coins are going to value a hundred times at least, or you know, hundreds of times. And that means that you know, because it's backed by gold, and gold is very solid, the, what I suspect is going to happen this year is I'm going to see an economic earthquake. I see geopolitical earthquakes. I see uh, uh, major earthquakes and volcanoes physically on the planet and major superstorms. We've had more superstorms strike in the northeast United States than probably in modern history. And it's not over at all, is it? Even though winter should be, you know, the groundhog uh, is obviously treating us very badly this year. So and just parenthetically, they've had record snowfall. Uh, as far south as, as uh, Naples and Italy. Right. And, had Greek islands. and the Greek islands. So they've had very strange weather in much of Europe, too. And, and do you know why that is? Why is that? Well, you're, you're, you're not expert the whole on, on global. You, you were, first, there's three reasons. The first reason is heading to a modern ice age, which happens every time the Jupiter and Saturn are aligned. Twice. So two times that alignment, we get a monitor cooling period. Uh, the second reason is uh, the orbital pattern of the Earth, when it becomes circular rather than slightly elliptical, it tends to cause a cooling period. And the third, which is the most important, is the passage of Heraclobus, Nimbus, the destroyer, uh, you know, the devil star, whatever you want to call it. There's all kinds of ancient names for it. It's in the cartouches in Egypt and Sumer. What we have to understand, the gravity waves trigger off changes in the, uh, in the interlocked the nature of our five-layer vanillin radiation belt, three of the layers over 22,000 miles. The fourth is in the ionosphere, and the fifth is the lithospheric. If you hit specific harmonic radiation frequencies, it releases the tectonic activity of the Earth because it makes ringwoodite release nascent oxygen and hydrogen and causes the melting point of rock to drop. And all the volcanism and earthquakes on Earth is driven by water from ringwoodite, caused by gravity waves from planetary alignment and passing dwarf stars this one has returned after 20 some thousand years so we're in for a time of disaster just like jesus said earthquakes and volcanoes around the earth will be one of the first signs of the coming apocalypse topics you think are important so many things are coming down so fast it's hard for the average person to take it all in but uh, even the actions of Donald Trump in a sense are very apocalyptic uh, the refounding of moving the embassy to Jerusalem the promise to rebuild the temple which he made last year uh, the economic issues going on in the world 
the move toward crypto, I think you're right, crypto means it's on its way to being a dead currency, one baby step before the mark of the beast. And I'm going to say this, and it may shock people, there's no individual on earth that knows more about the technical and spiritual issues of the mark of the beast than I do. Uh, and I can tell you, I am scared for the average person that won't even ask better questions and realize they're going to be stomped out financially and then enslaved in a system that's coming very quickly. Oh, sure. Well, I was touched this week as a Californian by seeing President uh, Trump visit California long after he was elected and uh, inaugurated as president. In fact, the only person who took longer to visit California was Franklin Delano Roosevelt in an age of trains and illness. So the president came to see eight prototypes of his wall on the Mexican border. Uh, well, it would have been forbidden if California had got this way, but it was turned back by a federal judge trying to invoke environmental rules. California, you realize, is a state where not only did the mayor of Oakland refuse to cooperate with ICE agents, she also warned the illegal residents of her town that ICE agents had a planned arrest pattern the next day, thereby endangering the officers. Well, an Oakland coffee shop named Hasta Puerte, Spanish for until death, oddly enough, refuses to serve police officers for the emotional safety of our customers and ourselves, they said. Wow. These far-left residents would be furious and demand the jailing of any cake shop owner who refused to custom decorate a cake for a gay wedding. But discriminating against cops is fine. This is the same thing we see in Paris, where police are not allowed to go into certain Muslim no-go zones in Paris nowadays. As the old saying goes, if it were not for their double standards, the left would have no standards at all. But that's part of the amusement Let's see what's going on in California. People sometimes ask, why is Hollywood so left-wing? Well, you have to understand, Hollywood is not only left-wing in general, utopian and, and fanciful, but also it's largely a wholly-owned subsidiary of communist China now. Right. It deliberately makes its movies conform communist Chinese standards, uh, it doesn't make any really pro-American movies anymore. It makes things like this African uh, hero, superhero film you were describing. Right. Uh, or other films like that. But films that degrade, if not uh, ignore, the United States. We don't see the great patriotic American films anymore because Hollywood is a world business. A case in point, I noted in the column uh, this week, is that typical leftist actor Matt Damon recently starred in the China-funded propaganda flick The Great Wall. He also recently starred in the American oil fracking is evil agitprop film Promised Land, which he didn't bother telling goers, was quietly funded by American competitor, the oil-rich United Arab Emirates. So this was an, an Arab oil money film that was designed to attack American fracking. Oh, my. Political case against it. Wow. That is who Hollywood now supports. Uh, In other words, they're a geopolitical and informational and media whore for hire. Absolutely, yes. 
They're, they are not nearly the virtuous, wonderful, moral people they like to claim. They'll, they'll basically film almost anything as long as it's anti-American. Um, meanwhile, as to the political challenge of living in a state where one-third of the nation's entire group of welfare recipients lives and one-quarter of the illegal aliens... Uh, state or U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein was recently denied the Democratic uh, nomination, largely by her competitor for that title, who is Kevin DeLeon. Kevin DeLeon has been the Speaker Pro Tem of the California Senate, and he's a state senator. And he said the immigration law, if the immigration laws were actually enforced in California, half his relatives would have to return to Mexico. Bye. Uh, so he admits he comes from a family of illegal aliens. Half his relatives would, would be caught out based by the immigration law if it were allowed to be enforced. So, of course, he doesn't want it enforced. I mean, that's what the state has become. Yeah, but, but, you know, let's go back to the fall 1973 Foreign Affairs, which is a journal of the CFR Council on Foreign Relations. They want a 10-zone world. And the trade zone, NAFTA is trade zone 3. Did you know that? Canada, United States, Mexico. And the fact is, what these Democrats are doing is they're supporting basically the Georgia Guidestones and the New World Order and what the Bible says, and there shall be ten kings that shall give their power to to the beast for one hour. That's coming. They want to push it. And I, I honestly see this is the fat years. This year started with the tax relief and the next seven years of Trump. I think, this is my feeling, that the the replacement of Trump in the future is unlikely is very likely to be the last president of the United States. If Trump manages to get through this, which I think he will, and it'll be difficult, but he will. I think we have seven fat years right now and the lean years are going to start on twenty twenty four when whoever assumes the power, whether it's a rhino Republican or Democrat, runs us down the road toward Armageddon and apocalypse and turns America eventually into a nuclear ashtray. And that's, where, want to, that's where I see things going. The tale of Joseph, which begins in the Bible, Genesis chapter twenty, chapter forty-one, and goes right. for chapters. Right. It's worth rereading because, among other things, they say the money failed in Egypt. Right. It's part of these disasters and famine. Well, they wanted to fail because it's like it's like Silverstein. I posted back up, by the way, from my old websites, the actual munitions documents from the Finnish munitions expert contracted in 1998 to demolish the World Trade Center Tower with micro-nukes and RDX. Those documents are reposted now on my Clay and Iron website. And if people want the actual PDF, I have the entire thing. I'll send it to them. So they need to understand the demolition of the world economy is by design. It's like Silverstein saying, well, I guess Building 7, we've got to pull it. They pulled it with nukes. They pulled it with advanced weapons, just like World Trade Center 1 and 2. I have the U.S. geological isotope data, and I presented it in 2007, and uh, various other parties you know, did not give me credit for being the one presenting all this at the Vancouver 9-11 Truth Conference years before uh, other so-called experts presented their evidence proving the same thing. I just had Cody Snodgrass on the show six weeks ago, and I'm trying to get him back on, and he's absolutely without leave. He he was on my friend John B. Wells' show on December 5th. On December 22nd, they tried to kill him with a head-on collision. When I called him to get him back on, he had blown a disc in his neck from the accident, and he couldn't come back on the air with so much pain. So you've got to understand, he's the first one to completely corroborate everything I said, including the movement of medical records for depleted uranium and the anthrax squalene vaccine to the Oklahoma City Murrow Building. And that building was built very solid. It wasn't a minor building. I had General Parton on the show years ago. 
You have to understand what's going on here is the controlled demolition of the world economy is coming, and it's either going to be the black swan event following the launch of crypto. And, and, only, that's, and that's coming. That's coming right now. That's why crypto means they're going to put this money in the crypt, and they're going to force everybody on earth to use biometrics, including pay by phone or whatever, uh, or even to get access to a building. You have a micro drop of your blood. I've actually seen and used the machine at Affymetrics in Chicago and Oak Ridge National Labs, the DNA biochip. I know more than any other decent human being has ever been exposed to this stuff and speaks publicly on it, which yeah, is why I'm being stalked by these bastards. Okay. Bill. Yeah. Uh, this is why Craig Smith and I wrote our book, Money, Morality, and the Machine. And the good news is everyone listening right now can get that book absolutely free and postpaid. Will not cost you a thing. Some right. amazing documentation akin to yours. 800-630-1492 is the number to get the free postpaid book. 800-630-1492. Thank you, Lowell. Amazing show. Pay attention. Pray face down, not just on your knees. That's not low enough. The Lord most high God is here, but believe me, the devil, woe to you, earth, and you see, for the devil has come down to you, and great is his wrath, for he knows his days of annihilation are coming. And believe me, his minions in the Democratic and Rhino parties are very active, and the mask is off now. They're not trying to pretend that they're nice or care for you. They just they have the hateful look, they lie to your face, and they expect you, if you believe them, you're fit for annihilation and destruction and the abattoir of the public media. That's what it is, the abattoir of the public media now. Thank you, Lowell. We'll be back in hour number two in a moment with Jim Cole and Pamela with Lumen Photon in Light. And Jonathan Gray will be back And Will You Survive? his major ebook. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep, a catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. 